Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Overworld FM. I'm your host, Max Mejia. Uh, over here we have John Arco. I am more drunk than I should be right now. <laughs> Uh, Edward Reardon? Reardon? Reardon. Reardon. I have apparently a weird last name to pronounce. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just bad at pronouncing things. It's Reardon, but with a dun. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. There's a D. There is a D in the middle of... (laughs) Ah. Da-da-da-da-da-da. That was so pathetic. (laughs) And finishing us off, uh, Tony Arco. I don't have a middle name. <laughs> <laughs> that he is doesn't actually. Name. You don't? No, no he doesn't. Wait, his first name my is Robert My first Anthony. name is Robert Anthony. Split. I found this out last year. What? Yeah. It's just hyphenated. But I didn't have a, like... Yeah, I didn't okay, have a It's not even hyphenated. It's just like... That's why my name. nickname is Tony, okay. because of Robert Anthony. Yeah, okay. but I, that means that your middle name must be... Anthony. No, no, I don't no like name. Mark Anthony's the first name. Yeah. What? Yeah. So well, okay, Joe so Bob, you know, but... you know our friend Sarah Rose Tijbani. Mm-hmm. Sarah Rose does not have a middle name because, because Sarah name Rose is, is her first name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like yeah. him. Oh, you just figured that out last year? Yeah. I read a, a He story... also thought it was a Whoopi Goldberg machine, but that's <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? I read a great story about a woman who who's like realized that her name was spelled incorrectly. For like 57 years. Jesus. And she looked at her birth certificate and realized she'd been spelling her name wrong the entire time. Wow. There's like, a guy in my Spanish class, his name is Lester Wood. Lester? Lester, Lester Wood. Lester Hood. Yeah, Lester Wood. Wait, I feel wait like that's it's all place one that word? Go to get lost. That's his first, uh, <laughs> that's his like, name. First. Wait, is his last name Wood? No. So his name is Lester Wood. It's like it Lester like Wood Schlabber or something like that. It sounds like oh, an NPC Oh, Lester Yeah, Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then... I had a friend that went to school with a guy named Thaddeus. That's pretty his bad. Name was cool. His full name was Thaddeus Youngblood. What? Wow, that's huh? a fucking D&D character. Right? <laughs> I know. I want to name my next D&D character Thaddeus Youngblood. Have any of you seen Blue Mountain State? Yes. No. Yeah, that's all Thad? I had. <laughs> yeah. We're doing an oil change. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay, uh, to start us off, um, it's not really trivia, but I'm going to give you the preface of a story, and you guys get to guess potentially what happens in, in the story. Is it's, it going to be like, like pro- this is most likely what's going to happen, or is it like, oh, out of the blue is Chargate, this guy? Well, it's, it's going to be kind of like a yes or no thing. So it's a murder mystery. Okay. Oh. And we're gonna, or, or is it a suicide story? Oh, okay. We don't really know. It could be murder. could be suicide. How many right. of these do you have? Just one. Okay. It's a, it's a long one, so... It's decent. Um, okay. So, on March 23rd, 1994, the medical examiner viewed the body of Ronald Opus and concluded that he died from a shotgun wound to the head. Mr. Opus had jumped from the top of a ten-story building intending to commit suicide. He left a note to the effect indicating his despondency. As he fell past the ninth floor, his life was interrupted by a shotgun blast passing through a window, which killed him instantly. Is this okay. one of those things where, like, someone was trying to commit suicide on the ninth floor and then, like, shot him instead? Was it murder or was it suicide? Murder. Murder. Because he didn't... He was still alive when he got... Sh- it's because both. he didn't end his life. Yeah. He was still technically... Technically... Right. Technically, you died from the fall, but he was probably still alive when he passed the ninth floor, so it's murder. Okay, I'm going to keep going, and I'm going to ask you this question again. 
So neither the shooter nor the deceased was aware that a safety net had just been installed below the eighth floor level to protect some building workers that Ronald Opus would not have been able to complete his suicide the way that he had planned. But he still intended to do to yeah. suicide. Right. Ordinarily, Dr. Mills continued, a person who sets out to commit suicide and ultimately succeeds, even though the mechanism might not be what he intended, is still defined as committing suicide. That Mr. Opus was shot on the way to certain death, but probably would not have been successful because of the safety net, caused the medical examiner to feel that he had a homicide on his hands. In the room on the ninth floor where the shotgun blast emanated was occupied by an elderly man and his wife. They were arguing vigorously, and he was threatening her with a shotgun. The man was so upset that when he pulled the trigger, he completely missed his wife, and the pellets went through the window, striking Mr. Opus. When one intends to kill subject A, but kill subject B in the attempt, one is guilty of the murder of subject B. When confronted with the murder charge, the old man and his wife were both adamant and both said that they thought the shotgun was unloaded. The old man said that it was a long-standing habit to threaten his wife with the unloaded shotgun. <laughs> Lovely marriage. He had no intention to murder her. Therefore, the killing of Mr. Opus appeared to be an accident. That is, if the gun had been accidentally loaded. Was it murder, or was it suicide? Why was the shotgun loaded if he always uses it unloaded? Because maybe someone wanted to kill her. Like, Party X. Oh, that they knew that he threatened Mm. her with the shotgun. And so when he would pull the trigger knowing that it wouldn't go off, it would go off. Exactly. So So maybe it's like, Party we don't know. And if it's like an old couple, the Party X probably wants like inheritance or something. There's still intent to kill, though. Like, even if he knew it wasn't loaded, like, it's still a gun. Like, yeah. It's yeah. still threatening, like, and it's still, like, yeah. Yes, he's still guilty the gun. Of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I continue. I don't think the gun, I don't think the grandpa was, I think, Secret Party X. Okay. I still think he should have been tried. Like, he, you point a gun at somebody. Oh, yeah, that's Whether still, loaded or not, like, you, okay, yeah. you're that's intending to kill them. Charge, like, yes. they, yeah. So here we go. The continuing investigation turned up a witness who saw the old couple's son loading the shotgun about six weeks prior to the fatal accident. It transpired that the old lady had cut off her son's financial support, and the son, knowing the propensity of his father to use the shotgun threateningly, loaded the gun with the expectation that his father would shoot his mother. Since the loader of the gun was aware of this, he was guilty of the murder, even though he didn't actually pull the trigger. The case now becomes one of murder on the part of the son for the death of Ronald Opus. But I continue... Further investigation revealed that the son was, in fact, Ronald Opus. Wait, what? He had become increasingly despondent over the failure of his attempt to engineer his mother's murder. This led him to jump off the 10-story building on March 23rd, only to be killed by a shotgun blast passing through the ninth (laughs) window. Suicide. The son had actually murdered himself, so the (laughs) medical examiner closed the case as a suicide. Suicide. (laughs) And it's a true story. When you just retire it's a true story? It's a true story. Fuck. Jesus. I would retire as an investigator after that. But like, nope, fuck this, I'm done. I, I've yeah. seen everything. <laughs> Do you know why ATM pens are four numbers? AT- what's... Uh, why? Because the guy who originally invented ATMs, well, he wanted to make... He saw, like, a, a vending machine. He was like, I want to do that with money. And was going to make it and give everyone, like, the pin number and was going to make it six letters. And before he... Or six numbers. And before he, um released it and like made it final his wife was like you know I can only really remember f- like four numbers together and what? so because his wife couldn't remember a longer string of letters ATM pens are four numbers 
And it's fucking 2016, and the ATM was invented in what 1492, probably. Yes. Yeah. So it's like the year Columbus, right? Yeah. <laughs> the only reason, dread. Dread. <laughs> Ooh, that brings it back. So in 1492, some guy saw a vending machine. <laughs> okay, actually, like vending machines, like actually, like like 1700s is when they started. 1492. <laughs> That's almost 1700. How would Give or vending, take how would a vending years. machine in the seven more than a century? Work? Because like, so how could you invent, in theory, a non-electronic vending machine? Uh, slavery. It's hard for me. Um, it's like, a crank and like pull stuff. Like, yeah. so you put in a coin. Yeah, and it's just got coils. So like, you turn oh, it, and the yeah. mon- money will like yeah, crank yeah. out, and so right. a gear will turn, and like the spring will bring out like whatever chips or it's like just like, machines. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then I was thinking, what about dollar bills? But then I was like, oh wait, it's seventeen hundreds and. No one's like a, a nickel is worth like a million dollars today. Yes, that's that's equivalent. Yeah, yeah. roughly. Yeah, <laughs> more like hundreds of thousands. So, uh, kind of moving along with like um, the game theme. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm buying a game again. As in, as in, I bought it once for my PC. Like I went all out when I bought it for my PC. I got the digital deluxe edition, which comes with like the, basically the season pass in the game. Yeah. I'm now doing the same thing for my PS4. Because mm. Bioshock? No. Okay. Uh, I just did that. So yeah, computer, it didn't work right? on my computer. Yeah, I've done that before. So I'm buying it again. Right. What are you guys' opinions on like buying something? So like, I have definitely done that before because I think first of all, it's harder to refund games mm-hmm. on your PC. Mm-hmm. Now it's becoming better, but like mm-hmm. for example, I bought Evolve on my PC. Tried playing. Which is I, now going free to play. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it is. God damn, I spent sixty fucking dollars <laughs> on that game for it to not fucking work, and I spent three hours trying to get it to work. And I was like, "Ooh, maybe I can refund this." No, you're two excited. hours. You're Once you have two it. hours into the game, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I spent all those hours trying to get it to work. PSA: If you log on Steam, if you log more than two hours, you can't get a refund. Right. So now I'm like really careful about that. But I considered getting it on my PS4, but it was just. I didn't. I couldn't justify it. Do it once it goes free to play. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'll do. Yeah. Um, so I did that, and I also there was a uh, Overwatch. Yeah. Overwatch I bought for P or for PS4, and then I saw it going competitively on PC, and I bought it on PC, and I got it to work on my PC. So now I just. I really, Why did you? What do do that? Yeah, to like, PC. Just to go, just play competitively. Yeah, I real I enjoyed it enough to the point where I, I knew I could play it mm-hmm. competitively. Is it already and, competitive. Well, no, there's like a competitive mode, and I, I feel I felt like I could aim better and mm-hmm. just like perform P- better. Yeah, playing games on PC is definitely yeah, more competitive. And I, and I consider myself a PC gamer before I consider myself a PS4 gamer. Yeah, because the mouse is much more sensitive than analog sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I did that. I I got it. On, uh, on PC, and I ref- I gave or I traded back the Overwatch copy to GameStop. The PS4 and I don't copy. really think that like remasters are the same thing. Yeah. So you, but you, but like, so I can understand when you do that when it like doesn't work on your PC. Yeah. And you want it. To but work I like force myself through like twelve hours of play because mm-hmm. I wanted to play it so bad. Yeah. And, and you played it like four frames per second. It was it's so bad. Yeah, it was super. I hate yeah. that. I hate that PC games, like, 
Uh, That's why I, I, I'm more of a console gamer than a PC gamer because I can put something in my console and it'll work every fucking time. But I know that I can spend $400 on a PS4 and it will play in HD and I can spend $400 on a computer and it will play like fucking mm-hmm. 8-bit Yeah, and bullshit. it sucks because the games I like, Strategy, Grand Strategy, 4X, name me a 4X or Grand Strategy game on a console. Right. You can't. You can't. The only like RTS on a console that I know, two is like Green Army Men or whatever. Toy and Soldiers. Red Alert Three. No, Tom Clancy's End War. That okay, game that, that came out like five years ago. That one was cool though because you could like actually like talk to the game and it would do yeah, things for yeah, you. Yeah, you could put on like, your mic and you're just squad, like, go to Waypoint Charlie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they would be like, okay. <laughs> We're we're channeling dread again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> are you like are you like uh, already unit seven um, support unit Bravo at Alpha Point? What the fuck? So you and can play the game it. without a controller? Yeah, like literally, you could act hands off and you just talk to it, and it was actually really responsive and really good. Ooh. Like I played for hours only with my microphone. That's so cool. It was awesome. Did you ever um, see? I wanted you to see the. I think we've talked about this sometime before, hmm. but the movie Her. I love that movie. Yes. It's a great movie. I love that movie, and I love the video game in that movie, where he's he's like moving his hands like is it the like pawing little like uh, blob thing that like yeah, flips yeah, yeah. him off. And <laughs> he yeah, he's like actually having a yeah. conversation with uh-huh. his character and like getting it to do he's things. Like, you need to sack up. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and then like I mean, his computer voice is also having a conversation. Slowly getting there. I mean, we're. At the baby steps of VR now, like yeah. to I be want... fair, I'd have a relationship with my computer if it was Scarlett Johansson voicing my computer. Oh yeah, hell yeah! And I think the big thing that like could make a really awesome jump from VR to what we want future VR to be is voice commands and just mm-hmm. general audio VR, yeah. right? Because there's such a thing as binaural recording, which is sound that sounds like it's coming from a certain direction and so when you're listening with headphones you can hear it happening around so your head. So virtual surround sound. So virtual sur- but yeah. but even more visceral okay. where you can literally pinpoint the exact position of something just with your headphones, you know? And so getting that detailed into it, I'd that's like, like the dream. I would love a strategy game that like you talk to, you co- you wear like I don't know if it's the Oculus but like the one Demo that they had where they played Minecraft and it was like 3D on the table. Oh the yeah, Hololens. Um, Hololens. It's like 3D like on the ground, and so you're like walking through like the city, commanding your units and stuff. That Dude, would be yes. super badass. That would be so good. And like wherever you are standing in the battle or whatever, the surround sound is like adjusting. Yeah, that'd be so fucking cool. That'd be so cool. Ah, uh, but back to just um, buying the same game on two two consoles. Have you ever done that, Max? I mean, aside from the remasters, not really. Yeah, yeah. And I don't count remasters because it's. I also uh, feel like your game collection is more in flux because you're always like trading things in to get other things. Yeah, I do that too. I only keep maybe two or three games. I've definitely slowed down. Yeah, I I can't do that. I've definitely slowed down a bit on like video games as I've gotten older too, though. Right, same. So me too. Like usually, like fall holiday season. Like, there's, like, eight games to, like, two a month. Like, one a paycheck I'm going Oh, yeah. And it's it's usually... one a month. And that's mm. very slow. That I... That's even more so than me. Like, yeah. uh, the most recent one I got was um, the Bioshock Remasters. Mm-hmm. I recently mm. got a game called Tabletop Simulator, 
Which you can do anything in, right? Oh, you I've can do that. anything in. You can flip in. the table. You can flip the table. Yeah. You can uh, you can design any board game and play it on your computer online with other people. So I think the reason like I haven't done that is because I'm not a much of, much of a PC gamer either. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I've been almost strictly console my whole life. Mm-hmm. So, so like when is when are those two things going to merge, and what what do we need to do? What do you mean? I mean, there, there's definitely, like, PC gamers and then console gamers. I don't think that's ever going to merge. Nah. Mm. I mean, there's been a few things, like uh, EVE Online and, what was it, Dust 514 mm-hmm. is matched up. So Dust uh, 514 is like a, it's a PlayStation game where it's like a first-person shooter with a bunch of people and stuff. And then EVE Online connects into it where you're like, hey, Billy Bob, I need an airstrike here. And fucking dude playing EVE in his spaceship like in planet's orbit, it's like all right, and just fucking start shooting the planet at uh, that location, and you can see it in dust come down and fucking hit the ground. All sounds so much more strategic than No Man's Sky. Yeah, <laughs> not getting into that. Uh, well, I haven't played it, and since we last talked about it, yeah, yeah, I'm so sad. Um, um, I guess I can embarrass myself. Oh uh, yes, do it, do, do it. it. Um, you're cool. So, but. Three, uh, like pretty much three weeks from now from this recording, uh, Labor Day, we were, my girlfriend and I and some of our friends were messing around uh, at Summit Lake on Mount Evans, and uh, between a half a mile of just flat, lovely road, like a trail, and some steps, was like ten feet of rock. I rolled my ankle so bad, I got lightheaded and and nauseated. Oh. And it took us an hour to go back half a mile. Like, I have cool. never rolled my ankle before. Like, how does that fucking... Ha- Did you, like, twist it sideways? Did you just, like, roll it weird? Yeah, basically like a 90 degree angle. Wow. Like, I'm with Edward. I've never rolled an ankle either. I've never, but... I've never, like... I don't think I've ever seriously hurt any part of my body before. You probably can't say that because you're, you're, you're into martial arts. Fair. So, yeah, like, I'm always constantly sore and in pain. But... Right. Have you ever broken anything? I have not, knock on wood. My um, collarbone I've... and my left ring finger. Oh, collarbone yeah, sounds painful. you broke your collarbone with the stock of a airsoft The barrel of an airsoft rifle. Oh, wait, barrel? Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, what? It was the barrel? I thought it was the stock. Yeah, it was the barrel, the barrel of it. Oh How the fuck God. were you carrying it for the barrel to get... I was, like, carrying it like normal, and then I fell and rolled into it, and oh. like, tucked and I thought rolled, you were like... Oh. And it just went... I was... Okay, no. I was getting the sniper fire away from my then-girlfriend. He's <laughs> making <laughs> eye contact with a microphone. <laughs> That's his communication I with was, the audience. I, no, it was a noble gesture. <laughs> oh, because, yeah, I thought you fell like that. No. He's no. leaning forward. Yeah, <laughs> leaning forward will happen. No, I tucked and rolled. I cuddled wrong. It, it's a better wound than when I was playing four square and broke my uh, in three places. My finger in three places. Uh, <laughs> I sliced my finger open, opening a yard long pixie stick. But why haven't you gone to the doctor yet? Yes, because That's the doctor's going to tell me to oh keep it elevated. Like it's not going to be like well I can fix it with my magic eye beams. You, you have not been to the magic eye beam doctor, obviously. Obviously not. <laughs> he could at least maybe give you a better brace. It's, it's braced and like wrapped. Yeah, that's I'm a that, but that's a no. I understand. That's an interesting yeah. thing to fix. Yeah, you know, like when I broke my collarbone, I got a six hundred dollars sling. Oh Jesus! So basically, we got uh, X-rays, and the doctor said, "Well, here, take some Tylenol. Like that's all I'm going to do for you." Wow. 
So I have a, a, a notch in my collarbone where I can rest my chin and fall asleep sitting up. Are you sure you didn't, like, dislocate it or something? No, 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 I can still, like, move it. Oh, I thought you were talking about the collarbone. Yeah, but, you, like, like, every time you walk for more than two minutes, you, like, when fall I, like, over. It's like when I twist my ankle a certain way, though. Mm-hmm. Like, when I plant my ankle and twist, like, it's... So you've got to keep it straight, so. Yeah. Have you passed out yet with your pain passing out issue? No. You have? No? You know what this asshole did when what? he broke his collarbone? He's just sitting at his table, and he just... Okay, he... <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> a, a week after I broke my collarbone... You didn't do anything after the, the full week, right? You just thought, oh, I heard it? Or did you yeah, actually go to the because it, it felt better Like when I got in the shower and put hot water on it. I was like, oh, it's just a muscle thing. It's fine. I slept on it wrong, woke up, and I was like, ow, my shoulder really hurts. So I pushed it, oh. and I felt my collarbone separate. Oh, and I woke up in a window well. <laughs> yeah, he went I went through, through a window. window. Oh my god! Uh-huh. And then I woke up and I was like, "There's like glass all around me." I was like, "Maybe I should go to the doctor." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like to think that's exactly the voice you use too. Like, I should go to the oh, doctor. Le- laying in the huh, you know, <laughs> glass shards just kind of around you. Bleeding. Classic, Did you cut John. Yourself? Did you what? cut yourself? No, I was I, uh, like an inch away from like slicing my throat open. Oh, Fuck. Cute. Yeah. Cute. 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 The game. Okay. Let's do it. What is the game? The game. It's terrifying. It's, so this is a game called the game. It's literally called the game. It's in fr- it's in front of us right now. The box says the game. Okay. I'm not a creepy even skull on it. I looked at this game in Enchanted Grounds and was like, "Why is it blood red and have a giant black skull on the cover of it for a game called the game?" And I asked the dude about it, and he was like. Dude, I have no idea. Like, this is like, the story. He's like, I think it involves, like, numbers? I don't know. He, was, I was like, he wasn't wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong. I was like, that's stupid. Like, why is it... So I looked it up online, mm-hmm. and it was like, it won all these awards, and it was, like, super awesome, and it was like, you have numbers 1 through 100, and you have to place them in piles. 2 through 99. 2 through 99, and you have to place them in piles with friends. And it's like, I was like, what is this, a fucking, like, children's game? And I was like, I just have to buy this just to see, like, why anyone likes it. Because, like, it got really great reviews and stuff, but I, it seemed so, too simple. Too simple. And so I played it with, uh, I played it at John's house. And I understand the skull symbol. <laughs> I understand. Um, it is, yeah, there's numbers 1 through 100, or 2 through 99, and there's four piles, two that are in ascending order and two that are in descending order. And you need to play all of the cards. They're all shuffled, and you're taking turns with a hand of six. So, like, mathematically, just think about how impossible that is. It's like, you can only play numbers in descending order or in ascending order. You can't go lower. Actually, you can go lower if it's ten or above or there's below. There's a pretty serious but that makes it a little bit harder. You what? can't talk about the numbers in your hand. And you can't talk about the numbers. So you literally have to just say, don't play on that pile, don't play on that pile, don't play on that pile. And But sometimes you have to. But sometimes you have to. And so the entire game is you looking at your hand from the very beginning and you go, my hand is shit, this sucks. <laughs> and you never have a good hand. You no. never do. And you're... You're saying sorry to, to your friends. <laughs> sorry, you go, but I'm going to fuck I'm you over. I'm so right sorry. 
I to I have I played it five times. I have not played have all of yet. the cards. Yeah, I've, we have not won. It's a cooperative game, um, and so like it's like it's scary in its own weird. I love how sense. like simple it is, but how like. It's simplistically and horrifying. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You, I feel like I hate myself while I'm playing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's really hard. It's really difficult. I, we still haven't won, right? Well, like, at least tonight, like, we were trying to cook and play this game at the same time, which, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, food came out great. Food came out so good. Oh, my God. So much rice. <laughs> <laughs> so much rice. There was a lot of rice. Um, there still is a lot of rice. And so, but, yeah, so it requires a lot of attention, and it's, it's really... Door. It's really good. It's, it's very good. I very highly good. recommend Burn it. Um, and I also got another Fire. game called The Dragon and Flagon. Oh, I still want to play that. I still want to play that. Dragon and Flagon. Yeah. I've only played it once and we didn't play it all the way through, but um, it seemed really interesting because it's, uh, it's kind of like a drunk. Max, you're my hero. And f- Spider's dead. Killed Why don't we revisit Dragon and Flag and once we've all played it? And Let's, yeah, on. but it, so I'm excited to play that. Because yeah. it's drunky and you have to plan your moves ahead of time like you're drunk. It's like drunk tra- chess. Drunk, drunk chess, yes, but there's drunk a lot of flopping. throwing mugs. <laughs> and with projectiles. Drunk chess with projectiles. <laughs> I like that. Um, so okay. how about let's talk about Mr. and Mitch's launch. <laughs> Why don't you guys talk about that? What the oh, fuck, yes. Mr. Launch? Mr. Launch. What we the hell's going on? We played a game called. Oh fuck! Fiasco. Fiasco. Right. Uh, I was like, who the fuck's Launch? I was fucking Launch. I wanted an You're RPG. I wanted to play an RPG like Dread because Dread is like a one-shot type of deal, right? Where yeah. Like you can play it once and then. Like, you don't have to do a campaign, whereas, like, Dungeons yeah. & Dragons... Where someone sacrifices themselves like an asshole. Yeah. I was your captain. <laughs> I was your captain. I'm the captain now. I'm the captain, captain now. now. Um, where you can just play it once, unlike D&D, where you have to play it over and over and over and over and over again. It always carries through. Um, and, I, and I like that sometimes. Like, our Call of Cthulhu group is, is really great for that. Um, but sometimes I don't want to just fully do that. So we played... Uh, Fiasco, which is um, an entirely story-based, character-based um, fuckery game. I think yeah, that's... you don't really take yourself too seriously when you play that. Because it's, yeah. it's literally whatever happens. Hap- like, like yeah, and it, well, it's acting. It's all role-play. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's literal role-play. It's, yeah. it's you set up your scenarios. And yeah, yeah. You role- so what you yeah. do with the first half of the game, which I thought was really fun, just like creating the characters, was um, you have a book... And the book, the rule book, or the storybook, whatever you want to call it, um, has a certain set of, like... Scenarios? Um, scenarios and parameters within those scenarios. So, you, like, you have locations that can happen in the story. Wants, needs, or, or just Character needs, relationships. Um, relationships that you can have. In, and all of these you have in between other people. So, um, for example, me and Max had a family relationship that we had established as we were husband and wife. Mr. and Mrs. Wench, which is a male Wanch. wench. Yeah, I was we the we- I was like, "Ooh, I'm going to be a tavern wench," and they were like, "Ooh, what's he going to be if he's your husband?" And it was like, "He's going to be the other tavern wench, the male wench." The wench said, "The wench," and so thus we became the wench family. <laughs> um, we, I, I uh, had a magic relationship because we were playing in this like fantasy realm uh, with dragons and shit, and so we, my friend Jordan, uh, my, we our relationship. Between me and him was magic, 
and it was like an apprentice sorcerer relationship where like I wanted to learn magic from him and he and his magic staff and his magic the game got really sexual really <laughs> fast his a magic... falcon landed on John's penis <laughs> and John yeah. played the falcon yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I had one of those falconer bracelets Wait, on my penis. you were the falcon that landed on your Okay, penis. so Jordan had a familiar. <laughs> Jordan's familiar was named the Millennium Falcon. Which was, was an was actual like falcon. A metal, statuesque, but real-life falcon. And John played the falcon like so. <laughs> and he was like perching on shit in the middle of scenes because the game takes place in scenes where you're literally having a conversation with someone and, you're, and the group is deciding where the story is going to lead and then halfway through the game there turns out to be like some sort of huge plot twist and everything falls into shambles and people die and people die <laughs> yeah um, so we were playing it and in the middle of Jordan and I's scene the Millennium Falcon walked up and just started going, Scrah! And lo and behold, the Millennium Falcon was born. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it, was, uh, it was really cute. It was a good first game, I think, because we, yeah. none of us knew how to play it, and um, we needed some... We wanted an introduction to it, so we didn't finish it, and it was a little awkward at times. I, I feel like you definitely set aside like an afternoon for it. Like Yeah, and it takes a few hours, you know? Uh, but I, I really enjoyed it because I really like storytelling. I think that's a really neat medium, and I think it's a really neat medium for it because you all kind of, kind of predetermine how the story is going to happen mm-hmm. before it happens, and then you figure out all of the little details, even with color scenes where you're just kind of like having an interaction with someone, and you're kind of building a movie essentially. Well, I liked how we were like talking about how it was going to go, and then as we played it. It started to not go that way. Yeah. Yeah, and so we were kind of changing our minds, which I think was half, we didn't really know what we were doing, Yeah. and half, ooh, I think this would be better than what we had done, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it turned out really interesting in, in that sense. I think that we also need to play with four people, because we played it with five, and it was, uh, it was a little hectic, and not everyone had fully established relationships. Like, we had... Jenna and we had Max that we didn't really know what how they were supposed to we were assassins but we didn't know interact why. and you didn't really know why and so like it requires a lot of fleshing out stuff before you start but um, it is a very good game if you want to role play without all the dice rolling and all the like yeah really complicated rules yes it was really fun and it was it so, so much, it was so hilarious yeah, I'm talking to the audience. Like, I gotta make eye contact with people and fucking talk to you, asshole. I think everyone there had so much fun. Oh, I had. A, I laughed a lot. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. that's okay. a lot. Yeah. I like yeah. it's a it's a bite sized RPG. Yeah, definitely. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Sith or Jedi? I'm gonna be Sith. Okay, that's the end of that topic. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> no, like I I like to pretend that I would I'm like I'm a, I'd be a Jedi. I absolutely. Not. I have like, no comes down to it. I think. Yeah. Force lightning, you motherfucker. I don't have the self-control to be a fucking Jedi. That's all. I'd be, a, I'd be a gray Jedi, probably. Yeah, that's what I wanted. The gray Jedi. Both I, good and evil. I would just be a Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Did you know... I hate you, was, don't you dare. He was supposed to be uh-huh. the bad guy in the prequel trilogy? No. Yeah. That's, that's the rumor. That's why... That doesn't make any sense. That's why he, like, he bun- like fumbles through something and it comes out great for him. He uses this... 
forced to like change the odds into to his favor. jump like he does. Oh. Like he gets the blaster stuck on his foot and every bolt hits someone. There's one scene where he falls falls quote unquote falls off a balcony and when the scene changes, he's across the balcony and is falling in a different spot because he force jumped over there. Holy shit. That would have been kind of awesome. And that's why like everyone was like, fucking George Brinks is a dickhole. Like, we hate him. So George Lucas was like, nope, not going that route. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah at least like, listen to that. Emperor Palpatine was supposed to be his apprentice. Weird. Yeah. I would kind of be okay with that if he, like, purposely is acting like a fumbly, dumb, piece of shit idiot. And then he just turns around and just like, I'm going to murder you all. If you just, like, set that up a little bit better. Absolutely. I don't know. I feel like I don't have enough knowledge of the Star Wars universe to, like, have any sort of opinion. Star Wars Marathon! Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the only villain I want to see is Abeloth. Just because she's... Who? Um, make, like, the worst fucking dark side user you can think of. That literally has tentacles for arms. Alright, let's get really deep into the Star Wars weeds. She was imprisoned weeds. in the... In <laughs> the Star Wars weeds. Right. There's, there's a Little section in space that's <laughs> just literally a fuckload of black holes. She was in prison there. And so, there's also, if you don't know about the... Um, there's the father, the son, and the, the daughter. The ghost? No, the father, the son, and the daughter. And the daughter is... Um, I don't know what they're exactly called, but it's like the... The daughter is, like, the embodiment of the light side, and the son is the embodiment of the dark side. So um, the Solo twins. No. No, like, literally, like, godlike beings. But mm-hmm. not entirely godlike beings. They were, they were in the, the Clone Wars show for no, three I episodes. Um, I don't... I did not watch that. Apparently it's good. It's, it's really actually good. really good. Yeah, I like it's yeah, really, really good. good. The, the first season's a little season. rough to get through, but... But the later just, seasons are really good. Yeah. Huh. Like, some of them, like... Like, it makes Anakin redeemable. Yeah. That's interesting. Which, Like, should yeah. be a children's show kind of thing. Yeah, there's one episode where, like, a shark explodes underwater and blood goes everywhere and his decapitated head floats in front of the fucking screen. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, it gets good. Is this aired on Cartoon Network? Yeah. Yeah. There's some Jar Jar Bink episodes where you're just like, I fucking hate you right now, man. So, so, um, there is an extragalactic species called the Yuzhong Vong, mm-hmm. and basically they're forced res- force resistant. Their planet is sentient. Uh, what? Yeah, and they invade the Star Wars galaxy uh, a set amount of time like after the original tri- okay. uh, trilogy. And there's like also this thing saying that that's the reason Palpatine created the uh, the Empire. Is to, to combine all of the, the systems so he could actually have a military to repel the Yuzhong Vong invasion. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And they're like creepy and terrifying and they're like weapons are like biomechanical. Yeah, everything's biomechanical. They're really badass. That sounds awesome. Yeah. You, and that name too, the Yuzhong Vong. Well, it makes you think like, oh, Palpatine maybe. Not so bad guy. Yeah, yeah. not so bad. <laughs> but um, finishing up on Abeloth, there's the pool of knowledge and then like the stream of power or something and you can see one's light and one's dark and she came in as the mother and she was just a human and I think she like crashed on the planet or something and she, she yeah like, the human with tentacle arms but okay yeah. she was fine before um and she I don't I think she got like jealous of them just being powerful of her of her kids being powerful because she took up like a motherly role so she drank from both things and literally just fucking with Bat shit crazy, 
fucking morphed her crazily. Like, her, like, her mouth is just, like, full of fucking teeth, and she's got tentacles and stuff, so they're like, oh my god. Um, and she's stupidly powerful to where she can be like, oh, you see that guy on the other side of the galaxy? I'm controlling his mind. Like, no other Force user can even come close to how powerful this bitch is. Huh. And the, the family and prisoner and the... And the Maw, which is just a collection of black holes and shit. And so she's the like Maw. a fucking terrifying that. villain. Like, absolutely terrifying. I had a, a friend from work say that, um, she was like, oh, my husband needs more people to play this board game with him. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she's like, oh, it's like this Star Wars board game or something. And I was like... Is it Star Wars Risk? Imperial no, Assault? Might be yeah. Imperial Assault or it might be Armada. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Armada. And I was, she's like, have you played it? And I was like, no, just because it's like $100 and I didn't know if I wanted to buy it. And she was like, oh, well, let me give you my $100? husband's your, <laughs> your number and then we can play it. And I was like, dude, yes. I'm still waiting cool. to hear. But like, I'm, I think I want to get more into Star Wars for this specific reason so I can play this board game. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I have not put enough time into Star Wars or had enough interest to do that. I mean, if you just scroll around the Wikipedia for a bit. Wikipedia! Yeah. <laughs> I shit you not. <laughs> oh my god. Bit, you'll, some of the Star Wars stuff is really, really cool. Yeah, what, why do you think you haven't, like, Star Wars it up? I don't know. Okay, so it's, first of all, it's been a very long time since I've seen the original trilogy. In a galaxy far, far away? Yes. Okay. Um, I used to think that the first episode was good and uh, and then you watched episode 6 and then I well then I watched yeah well yeah and then I watched episode 1 again like when I was older and I was like oh kind of, that one no, yeah I don't know oh I thought you meant 4 no oh. I used to think that episode one. 1 was good episode 1 was good like Phantom and then I, I got yeah. older and I watched it again and I was like oh I hate myself and then I just like stepped away from Star Wars for a bit and I only got back into Star Wars when Battlefront got released mm-hmm. okay. uh, and then I watched episode the, 7 the, and I enjoyed which, it which one? the, the newest yeah, one? Yeah, it was Battlefront oh, okay. it was Battlefront and like I was never into the old Battlefront either mm-hmm. I, I feel like you should either. watch it in the quote unquote machete order yeah uh, uh, 4, five, two, three, six, mm-hmm. seven. Seven. Seven, yeah. 7 Um. yeah I don't know I don't know it just never really I liked it. I don't so, know. I, f- I feel like it, it's one of those things where, like, Star Trek, I feel like I could get into because it's long and it, like, has a lot more episodes and it's really deep and it has a bunch of different, like, sort of things. But mm-hmm. whereas Star Wars, it has the six, there's seven movies and a few games that are just, like, loosely based in the universe and then, like, the TV show, the cartoon TV show. I think the and best aspect... There's two. Yeah. Shows, yeah. and so I it's feel like it's not. One, right? I feel like no, it's just like yeah. this universe where the same thing is happening every single time, and like, yeah, you can play Battlefront, but it's not going to be like a different story than like the original mm-hmm. six well, the, movies. The, the new Battlefront. So maybe the TV show is what yeah. I need to get into because yeah. the TV show Clone Wars was good. Sit through the first like season and a half. It gets <laughs> that's really a, that's good. a lot like a big commitment. Hey, I mean, it's not waste. It's, plus, waste, this, like, this no, it's exactly it's, like it's not bad. Yes, but yeah. it's it, it's definitely a kids show. It's like that for that first. Like, I got the vibe of season kids show. 
it got fucking dark at the end. Yeah. Like, like you start like, holy like shit, blues. clues, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it Dude, goes from like zero I've been to watch blues yeah, clues like, real quick. Yeah, it accelerates I cut really myself. <laughs> Steve killed himself at the end of blues clues. <laughs> but no, the best... Spoilers! <laughs> the best aspect uh, of Star Wars, I think, is the expanded universe. Yeah. Even see, though most of it is now... Legends? Yeah, now, mm-hmm. now most of it's fucking bad, or not canon because of... Uh, episode 7 but still if you want to get into it pick up a few books or like I said go onto the Wikipedia because some of it is super interesting and really cool mm. yes like the the fucking Yuzhan Vong Yuzhan Vong Yuzhan fucking Vong I like the older awesome. I like the old history and stuff like I yeah. is Knights of Old Republic still canon mm-hmm. uh, everything before there's a few things canon. that are canon but okay. um but like sort stuff from like that, like that I find really like the origins of like Force and like the. So why Jedi is it stuff not canon because of Seven? Because Disney, when Disney took it over, they're like, all right, guys, everything, yeah. all that, that shit is not canon. Yeah. Wow. Because, well, so not all of it. Any, anything? Because there's a lot. Movies. There's a lot of stuff that um, fan fiction that took place after mm-hmm. um, Episode Six. Like, like the Thrawn trilogy. Yeah, the Thrawn trilogy, like all that stuff. Yeah. And in order to just. Like, because they didn't want to. Like, there, there was just decades worth of material, and Disney was like, "We can't incorporate that into this episode 7 We'll so, pick and choose what we want. Yeah, so they said, "Like, you know what? Unless we say it's canon, consider it not canon if it took place after episode six. Yeah, I think they said most stuff before that, like um, the Clone Wars series, like that's canon, like all that's anything that's of, been released. Yeah. Is- Anything that, like, yeah, sort of, like, side stories in fiction that takes place before the original, like, uh, Star Wars, I believe is still canon. Yeah. I haven't watched Rebels, but guess who's coming? Thrawn. Thrawn. Yes, I saw Thrawn canon. I saw that. He's basically, like, the battlefield genius. Yeah. Like, he almost brings the Empire back. Ooh. He's a badass. Yeah. Nice. Super badass. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing I want to say before we get out of here. So I met one of our listeners at Max's home, home warming, home swarming, gathering. The drunk is happening. The swarming, swarming. Your home warming. My house warming party. House warming. Those yes. are the words. I had a, I had a house warming party. And, the uh, swarming, swarming, garming, warming. Um, I, I guess we haven't really talked. So a lot of our recordings end up happening either at uh, Edward's place or my, uh, my place. Mm-hmm. So... I just wanted to give a shout out to Lauren for saying I have a badass podcasting voice. <laughs> and just shout out to Lauren because she's cool. Yeah. Yes. So I'll tell her to listen to this episode. I <laughs> haven't met you. End of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you can now find us on iTunes. Dun, Absolutely. Dun, so dun. cool. So um, cool. Five star reviews only, please. Five, yeah. Yes. Set up for four. Okay, four Any or five reviews stars. at all, actually. <laughs> um, we need the reviews. more you guys review us, um, that's how you get up, we get onto the iTunes homepage, and so more people can find us. Yeah, so, and so we can grow. Yeah. Um, so you can find us on iTunes. You can search for us, Overworld FM. You can log into any podcast app and subscribe to us with the URL feeds.feedburner.com slash overworldfm. Also, ask for, like, talk to us on uh, Twitter and we'll all, we'll all each we'll of us ha- will give we'll you We'll have a link. It's on my bio. Yeah. It's on overworld's oh, bio. Yeah. So yeah, make me use my Twitter. I don't use it. You literally <laughs> have not happens. tweeted. 
Yeah. I don't think I you've tweeted yet. Not Since we've started, I've tried to be more active on my Twitter. Yeah, same. Same. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit more active. Um, you, can, you guys can email us at overworldfm at gmail.com. Send us questions, topics. Just Please say hi. Do. We would love to hear questions. Send nudes. Like, whatever you want. Send nudes. <laughs> you can find us Show me on your Twitter anchor. at overworldfm on Twitter. I'm at Arcosaurus. I'm at Edward Reardon V. I'm at Von Circle Square. I'm at Max underscore 859. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Okay, bye. Don't have too much fun. No, but you should. Yeah. You should have too much fun. All, all of the fun.